Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Lord bless you again this day. I am so glad that you listen to Christian Radio. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for supporting KBXL 94.1. They are very serious and intentional about people knowing Jesus Christ as Lord. And it means a lot to me that you take time to listen. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for taking time to hear this feeble pastor share the best he can because God wants to use all of us, and I pray that he uses you this day. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for the Word of God and the truth that is in it. I thank you for the words of Jesus, which we're going to share today. I thank you for the truth that he brings. And I thank you for every listener. Lord, you know exactly where they are at this very moment. You know, Lord, if they're being faithful to you, if they believe in you, if they live you, if they share you. Lord, you know about how they are an example to this world or if they're an example. Lord, you know everything about us. And God, I pray for accountability. I pray we'd be accountable to you and we would listen and be intent on serving you with all our heart. Thank you for those in this world that stand up for your truth all the time. Those that go through struggles, but yet they make it because you are in the center of it all. Lord, be in the center of our lives today. I ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, I want to read out of John. I've been reading in John and Acts uh, recently, and, and of course, John is filled with the words of Jesus. And he uh, just shares truth with them and things that will help them. And I'm gonna, I think I'm going to start with uh, John chapter 17, verse 20, and I'm going to read down through verse 26, and then we'll go back and we'll talk about it a little bit. This is Jesus speaking. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all them may be one. Father, just as you are in me, I am in you. May they also believe in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. See, more than anything else, Jesus is praying, praying that the world would believe that God sent him to the world for the purpose of salvation and the forgiveness of sin. And some, so many don't. So many don't even believe in Jesus. They, some of them believe in God, but they don't believe in Jesus. And believing in Jesus is a must. It's through Jesus Christ you are saved, believing that he died on the cross and that he rose again and that he is coming again and that every eye will see him and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Verse 22 says, I have given them the glory that you gave me that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and I have loved them even as I have loved you. Well, you know what? He is, you know, speaking to the disciples and praying for the disciples and praying for all believers. Now he's praying for all believers in the, in the 
the former passage right before this in verses 6 through uh, 19. You see him praying for the disciples. You know, he says, I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world at this point, but for those who have given me, for they are yours. Because God had given them to help be, become leaders and to spread the good news. And he prayed for them. He prayed that the world would no longer be a part of them, that they would be separated from the world in the way they think, the way they do things. Well, back to verse 24. I'm going to skip over back and forth here, and you're going to say, what are you doing? Well, just read the whole 17th chapter of John, and you won't have any problem with uh, what I'm saying, okay? There you go. I'm just going to leave it at that. So he says in verse 24, Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am. And to see my glory and the glory you have given me because you love me before the creation of the world. So he wants so desperately that people would come to heaven. That people, when they die, that they would come and be a part of heaven with Jesus, with God. And allow the Holy Spirit to move in their lives and that someday we'll all be together. Folks, it's going to be one big church. One thing I like about I'm was raised in the Church of God, Anderson, Indiana. And I say Anderson, Indiana, because there's a lot of Church of Gods, and that kind of clarifies that was as our headquarters. But the Church of God became a body of Christ in the 1800s uh, because they wanted to bring unity to the church. They wanted to bring any denomination, any person together, those who believe in Christ, so that they would be one. And I think it has done a pretty good job of that. In the Church of God, we don't have a written membership. If you believe in Jesus, uh, you're, a, you're a part of the church. You're a member of the church. And, and some and say, well, how do you participate in your business? Well, if you worship with us for six months and you're a believer in Jesus, then you can, you're a part of uh, that part, uh, process too. But it doesn't matter. We have so many great, great churches in Treasure Valley. I mean, I— I wasn't going one place, I'd go another. I got to speak at my buddy's church at Five Mile Nazarene a couple months ago when he was sick. That was great to be able to share together with other believers. And that's what that is he is talking about when he talks about coming together as one, the body of Christ. The body of Christ is all those that believe in him, that serve him. Just think about all the churches in the Treasure Valley. And the churches that are uplifting the name of Jesus and living by the Bible as the Word of God and understanding it, heaven's going to be a great place. We're going to have a number of people there, but just think of those that are not, those that are not serving him, those that are not believing him. Remember, he says the, the door is narrow. You know, it's not everybody's going to enter. It's not a wide door where everybody's flocking through. A lot of people are not going to make it because they do not believe. Because they just believe it's all religion, religion or religiosity or whatever it may be. It is going to be a sad day when Jesus comes again or when the end of time comes and people did not accept Jesus as Lord and Savior and they don't enter the kingdom of heaven. People of God, it's going to be a sad day. That's why we have to take it serious. That's why he was very serious with the disciples all through his Leadership all through his walk with them through the countryside and all around preaching and teaching and and then he's telling telling them you know you go into a home and they don't accept you just shake off shake the dust off your feet and move on to someone that will because there's going to be people out there folks that reject you and you might want to give up you might not want to share Jesus anymore folks don't let the enemy get a hold of you there 
He wants you to continue to share his good news, his love. And you know what? I'm sure there's been many people that are influenced by who you are in heaven, many that you don't even know about because you believed that Jesus was the Son of God, and people saw that, recognized that by your lifestyle and by who you were and who you are. Finally, in verse 25 and 26, he says, Righteous Father, he's praying to his heavenly Father, Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you, and they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. He wants people so filled with the Spirit of God, so filled with God that they know that they're a child of the King. So do you know you're a child of the King today? Do you know that Jesus is a part of your life? And you know, I ask you this all the time, to, to just take a, a survey of your life. Is your life representing Jesus? Are you honoring him in everything you do? I didn't ask you, or the Bible didn't ask you to be perfect, but ask you to accept him and ask him for forgiveness and to be forgiven and to move ahead. And when you fall down, just like David did, just like Peter did, you get back up again. You keep moving the right direction. You ask God for forgiveness. People, we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Even the greatest Christians that walk this planet sinned and fell short of the glory of God. But because of God's redemption, for God's, because of God's love, he forgave them. And he lifted them up out of the deep, miry clay. Maybe you're in the deep, miry clay right now. Maybe things are just not going well for you right now. Maybe your spiritual life is, is in the pot, so to speak. You know what? God is wanting to lift you out of that. He's wanting to bring you uh, his glory in your life. He wants you to see him clearly. He wants to direct every step that you take. And he wants to use you to help your family, your friends, your neighbors, your work associates. He wants to use you to help them know him more. I hope you'll take time and, and read, especially the book of John is phenomenal. But the 17th chapter is great because, you know, it starts in verse, in chapter 17, verse 1, he says, Father, the hour has, hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son may be glorified in you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to those you have given him. Now this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. The only way to know him is to know Jesus and to know God. I have brought you glory, he says, to the earth by finishing the work you have gave me to do. It was time. It was time for the crucifixion. Right after this, you find Jesus in chapter 18. He's arrested, and you see Peter denying Christ. You see all these things that take place from chapter 18 to the end of the chapter and the crucifixion and the resurrection. Folks, we're going to deal with circumstances in life. We're going to deal with issues in life. But be of good cheer because your God is greater than anything that comes your way. Our Heavenly Father, bless your people today. Lead them, open up doors for them, 
and may you be in the center of everything we do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.